On today's episode of Responding to Life, I am joined by Ana Gonzalez Herrera. Ana battled stage four endometriosis, which caused remarkable disruptions to both her professional and personal life. After the last and most invasive of a series of surgeries, she started her entrepreneurial journey to fulfill her vision of rethinking the women's wellness space. Inspired by the idea that hormonal wellness is the result of a balanced approach to health, and with the naturopathic principles in mind, she launched Glow Botanica, a company that provides a series of effective natural remedies to help achieve hormonal balance by targeting PMS and menopause symptoms. Knowing from her personal experience that wellness starts from knowledge, Anna also took charge of building and launching Hormone University, the first educational platform focused on hormonal health, aiming to not only raise awareness, but also empower women to take control over their hormonal health to be prepared when they step into the doctor's office and to get their questions answered. Let's hear now from Anna and her amazing story. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Anna. I'm so excited to have you and uh, share your journey with our listeners. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. It's really nice to be here. Thanks. And so I uh, introduced you and I talked about... Um, your journey very briefly with a stage four endometriosis. And I've had several guests before who've been on, who've also had that diagnosis, but I don't think anyone's been to, or who has had it at stage four. So I'd love for you to share your personal journey with um, endometriosis. And then, and then we'll get into how that led you to where you are today and the things that the amazing things you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. In life, sometimes we have to go through so many obstacles, right, to find our inspiration. And uh, I guess that's the silver lining. Um, but um, yeah, I, I basically had my first uh, encounter with, the, with kind of hormonal imbalance with fibroids when I was uh, 21, 22 and um and then my period started gradually getting really really painful uh to the point uh where i just you know every time it came i, I was in full anxiety because i knew that the tsunami of uh painkillers and not moving and nausea and headaches and you name it uh i've been there uh were coming so so yeah um I was diagnosed with endometriosis. I was a lucky one that I was diagnosed. And I want to say this to your audience, uh, Josephine, because um, unfortunately it is, uh, endometriosis is something that is not diagnosed um, these days still. It takes an average of seven to sometimes 10 years to get this diagnosed. And it's a very simple reason. We're just not being heard and so many women, um, especially coming from minorities or other uh, other races, they just don't get the diagnosis. So that that is really a, a sad fact. Um, but uh, yeah, I was one of the lucky ones. I had an incredible old school doctor that explained everything to me and saw it straight away. And I didn't have a clue what the hell that was, right? I was like, Jesus, what that? What does it mean? What is it? And, you know, he said, now this, this explains your very painful periods. So I went through five surgeries in total, um, endometriosis, meaning laparoscopies. And I had other surgeries kind of related 
to a hormonal imbalance. So yeah, I'm kind of like, I go to an operating theater as if I go to the park, you know, it's like, oh, okay, here I am again. Um, and so the last surgery uh, was unfortunately, or fortunately, I, I mean, I just couldn't, I couldn't function. I could not move. I was in pain 50% of my time, five zero. So you can just multiply that, you know, in kind of like months of the year, um, six months of the year, I was in pain and um, nausea, vomiting, um, it was just crazy. So um, at the time I was married, we we're trying to have a baby. Uh, I went through IVF. And so a lot of very tough um, situations and just days and weeks of pain. So um, I had no other choice than to go through a full hysterectomy. And you asked me at the beginning, what is stage four endometriosis? So stage four endometriosis is very severe pain combined with uh, going into other organs as well, infiltrating. So it infiltrates, uh, it can infiltrate in your skin, in your, in your lungs, uh, in your eyes. I mean, endometriosis is still a very unknown condition and there is no cure. In my case, it infiltrated my colon. So they had to basically cut it and put it back together. So that last surgery basically was uh, six hours of, you know, taking away all my reproductive organs plus dealing with my colon. So I woke up and I had two teams with me um, and, um, you know, OBGYN surgeon plus uh, the, the surgeon that was doing the, you know, uh, colon resection. So I woke up with, uh, yeah, like they had to open me up. And, uh, and that also meant that I went straight away into surgical menopause. Well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. And I really appreciate it. Um, I know oftentimes we get used to telling our stories, um, but I'm sure that, you know, just that flood of memories that comes back when you have to relive it, retell it. <laughs> so I do, I really appreciate that. Um, and just knowing that your story is helping others, because like you said at the very beginning, what I heard from other guests is that it is insane how long it takes for someone to be diagnosed. I mean, considering now the amount of people that come forward and are telling their stories about it, it just feels like we're so behind on on just the ability to do so, considering that so many people are going through it. And so I appreciate stories like this because it can help other people who may not understand what's happening with their bodies. Right. Um, and they don't feel like they can advocate for themselves because they don't know what's happening, whether or not it's endometriosis. It's just, you could take a lesson from this in terms of just trusting your body and being able to advocate for it um, and feeling like you are heard when you're talking about your own physical symptoms, because a lot of us, especially as I talk to the infertility community, community and who people who are listening, that's a big thing for for all of us is just that ability to stand up for ourselves and and get the um, the care that we need and that we deserve. Um, and so, let's fast forward then 
you had this insane experience, all these surgeries. Um, what happened next in terms of, you know, what, how you then lived life with this, with this diagnosis of endometriosis, which you said could just keep coming back. And, and what did you do with, um, you know, how did you respond? Like, that's the whole title of the show, which is why I like to invite people to come on is to show people how my guests responded to their own situations, how they responded to life. That's a great title, by the way. Um, I loved it when I saw it. And look, I still have tears. I mean, you're looking at me, people are not going to see this, but I, I tell my story and I, I still break into tears. But my whole thing in life, um, whenever like something comes that is negative or oh, it's still so hard. I'll take all the time you need, you know. I like to reframe situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, well, the pain was gone, right? I went through um, then surgical menopause, which is heaven compared to endometriosis. Anyone going through endometriosis knows this. It's, um, you know, I was getting this, all of a sudden I was getting what a woman goes through with menopause is a period of, you know, perimenopause into menopause it's around seven years, right? So you have enough time, your body has enough time to get accustomed to uh, very low levels of progesterone and having all these night sweats and hot flashes. And uh, But for anyone having surgical menopause, it's overnight. So all of a sudden you're waking up and you're like, oh my God, your body's going crazy. But I was so grateful that I had no pain, that to me, that was like, oh, okay, hot flashes and night, night sweats, that's fine, you know? Right. Um, so going back to your question, um, Josephine, I think that it's just, you know, the beauty of life is that you can make it as you want to make it, right? You can totally turn things around depending on how you look at things. So my, my anger was about, wait a minute, so many of us don't know about hormonal imbalances. So many of us don't get hurt. Um, so many people don't have the possibility to learn about this. So that, that was basically my inspiration to kind of say, okay, this is my chance to help others, right? So that's when I decided I'm going to create an educational platform. Hormone University was born uh, mid-2020. And and then at the same time, I kind of started working on these consumer brands and a consumer brand um, mixing my 17 years of experience in personal care and beauty companies and, you know, leading brands for other uh, companies and having this personal experience with very, very extreme PMS and menopause. So I also had, when I went through that surgical menopause, I had a very extreme reaction to hormonal treatment. And so I was just like, okay, I will do this myself. I just couldn't find anything in the market that was natural. And I also had other severe reactions in the past to taking the pill for so many years Uh, taking way too many painkillers to help with the pain. So that combination of experiences 
led me to kind of just go, okay, I have to create my own brand. And that was the start of uh, creating Globotanica. So here we are, two startups <laughs> after, after all this time. And yeah, what can I tell you? I'm, I'm really proud. You know, I kind of took that situation and I thought, okay, this something has to come out of this. Something good has to come out of this. So our goal is to help millions of women with their hormonal well-being, no matter whether you are going through your period or you're going through perimenopause or menopause. You can go to Hormone University, learn about this, advocate for yourself and come to Globotanica and help yourself with relief uh, with our products. I love it. I just love it. And uh, I love that you're empowering women to through two different ways. First of all, just learning, having a platform where they can learn about it. Because I feel like when I, I don't know about anyone listening, but when I go to my OB-GYN, I feel like they, they either just, one, they don't have the time. And then two, they assume that you already know because you have access to the internet, not really even telling you where to go to look for information. So they kind of like gloss over what your experiences are. Like, for example, with you know, with going into um, perimenopause and things like that, you don't really hear about all of the things that you will be experiencing that you may experience. It's just something that sort of almost feels like it's passed down from what you hear from elder women in your family or friends if you, if they talk about it. Um, and so I really love that you've created that platform, the Hormone University. Um, and then... And then how we met was through a mutual friend that we were just talking about. But that's where I saw your product. This, uh, I have it right here. It's like on my dresser, <laughs> uh, the Globe Botanica. And it was the tummy butter. So I was going through this, this gift bag for an event that I attended. And I thought, what is this? Because I experienced, especially as I've aged, I've noticed that my, um, my PMS symptoms have changed. And... Like, I didn't know what was happening. And I, you know, that's how women are feeling. Like, what is happening? I don't know. And right. so I'd love for you to just touch upon um, this particular product, but just in general, what Glow Botanica helps as you, you lightly touch upon it. But this tummy butter, I tried it. Uh, you reminded me to give it a try and I tried it and I loved it. Um, so I just, if you can tell everyone about it, I think it'd be so helpful because I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, of course. So yeah, it was a two-year preparation, right? Planning, uh, researching, talking to doctors, uh, talking to pharmacologists, biochemists. So it was a really long road. And I didn't want to launch a product without really testing it with women that were going through PMS uh, and menopause. So I, after we did, you know, the whole business plan and all the research, and I reached out to this doctor in Germany who uses one of the key ingredients that we have, which is wild yam root, um, and it's just an unbelievable ingredient because uh, it's it's something that many people don't know this, but the actual extract of that root is what the pharmaceutical companies use to create the pill. So they make it synthetic um, but we use the actual extract of the plant because it basically what it does is it stimulates 
your progesterone levels. So it's a natural way to get that balance that we need when we're going through PMS. Um, and I decided to make it topical for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to do something different that is not supplements. I, I take about, I don't know, six, seven, sometimes 10 supplements. I find it really tough sometimes. And um, when, when I spoke to our lead scientific advisor, who's amazing, amazing doctor, her name is Dr. Elizabeth Pointer. She's been like voted one of the top, top OBGYNs in the US. She's went to Princeton and was in Sloan uh, Kettering and she's just an incredible woman. Uh, she was like, oh my God, I love that you're doing topical because so many women are, are going to her with gut issues, right? So the gut microbiome, when you take too many different things, um, then it gets affected. Uh, not for everyone, of course, but um, that's one of the things that she was telling me about. She was like, wow, this is great. You're doing topical. Uh, it's much gentler for the body as it goes through the bloodstream. And so, yeah, we, we decided, okay, let's do topical solutions, transdermal solutions. And that's how Tummy Butter worked. And then we added other ingredients like Vitex. Vitex is well known to help with fertility, for example. Um, marshmallow root is really well known to help with like bloating and water retention. So then we have other ingredients like aloe vera, and even in primrose oil. So everything was about, you know, I was kind of like obsessed, like let's get these hormones balanced. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we did the study for three months uh, with uh, women going through PMS and uh, women going through perimenopause or menopause. And the results just came out. I mean, I, I cried, I cried so much when, because I, you know, not getting those results would have meant not launching, right? Or just taking another six months to do research and change the formula. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, I coming from the beauty personal care industry, most companies, they just launch products and they don't test them in advance. And for me, that was a, an important integrity factor was to do that. So yeah, we launched in January. We're truly a startup. <laughs> so Indeed. That's fascinating to me. That's why I had to ask you about it because I love hearing how people come about, not just with their businesses, but the different products that they are um, um, creating and, and sharing with the world. So it's, I'd love to get that uh, sort of um, inside look, as, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, considering you have that platform of Hormone University, and I have a lot of people who are listening right now who are going through um, or are trying to conceive, maybe having issues with um, infertility, and they themselves are being pumped with so many different hormones. What advice would you give to them um, for maybe just something that they should keep in mind that um, about their hormones um, or in just navigating the challenge that they may experience as they are going through all these hormonal injections? Right. It's such a complex topic, right? I went through it myself. So I know what it's like. Um, and it just so depends on what that person's situation is about. Um, for me personally, you know, I was going through endometriosis. So they were very careful with how many 
and or the quantity of hormones that they had to give me and I appreciated that um well it didn't work obviously I mean my fertility was almost gone by then but you know each person what I would say is just see how you feel with your doctor right and I think that that chemistry between you and your doctor and feeling heard and really understanding that your doctor you're not like just one number in this fertility craziness and this fertility industry. That makes me like so mad, right? This is moving billions. So I, you know, for me personally, and what I always say to people is make sure that you find the best doctor for you, right? Because some people might feel great with one doctor, some people might not love that doctor. So I, I find that that level of trust is going to have a major impact in your process, right? If you really trust your doctor, you're going to feel so much better. So I think that that's, that's an important factor to take into consideration. And, you know, you and I talked about this, right? It's meditate and and, and do things for yourself so this doesn't become your everyday existence, right? And, and this doesn't become something that you, you kind of, it's all you talk about or all you think about. And I know it's so hard, but um, I think that's also important. I, you know, I was the type of person I threw myself into work. Maybe not, that's not the right thing to do, but it kind of worked for me, right? And I also spent time with my friends and, and saw them regularly. And I hosted at home, like little things, you know, nothing major, but kind of like, hey, come over to my closest friends and just have a good laugh. That's so important. Um, yeah, and read and definitely educate yourself. Wonderful. All wonderful pieces of advice that I, you know, I second <laughs> as well. Um, so let's go to the other end of the spectrum then. And we've already talked a little bit about women who are going through perimenopause and menopause. And so I'd love to hear that same question about anything that, um, that you can offer in terms of a piece of advice for them to consider as they go through these hormonal changes that they may or may not know about. Right. Um, well, the first thing I want to really acknowledge those women that go through a full hysterectomy. Um, there is a certain percentage of very young women that unfortunately, or fortunately, like I said before, might have, they just have to go through it because they have no other choice and they can't live their lives. And so they go into menopause. Um, that's also the same situation with some cancer patients, right? They're put into, they stop their hormonal cycle immediately, right? So they go into menopause and they start having all these hot flashes and night sweats and there, you know, th there is brain fog and uh, you almost get like a little bit of, you know, irritability, depressive kind of state. So I really want to acknowledge those audiences because they, you know, people kind of forget about them, right? And they, they're also going through menopause and they have to go through those symptoms. So we say in Globotanica, we say it's not about age, it's about symptoms. 
and a woman at 34 might have early menopause and a woman at 50 might go through PMS, right? So we have to just try and forget about that stigma that we have been put on ourselves and we have always heard about. Like you see, if you Google menopause, look at the pictures there. I mean, they're all like this older woman, right? So we we should acknowledge um, definitely other uh, other people that go through it. And I would say to people going through perimenopause and or menopause, look, it's just a face that we can't escape from. <laughs> it's, it's life. And I, you know, I almost wish we could change that word because it has that stigma attached to it. Um, but it's a face that also has great things you know, the confidence that age brings, you know, if that's the case, right? And I, you know, I just think that reframing is a big thing for me. I, I, you have to just reframe things and yeah, it sucks, right? These night sweats and libido changes and all of that stuff, they, they suck, but you can find solutions and you can find ways to look after yourself. So of course I am very biased, and, but I am going to say, do go and try tummy butter because we've tested it. And all these women are, we're getting glowing reviews, <laughs> pun intended. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, you can find a lot of ways to look after yourself and minimize those symptoms in a natural way. Well, I really appreciate this advice that you gave. And um, I always I found it really very informative, which is um, uh, just a joy to be able to hear from you and experience your uh, the wisdom that you took from your own personal journey. And I love that you brought up that certain words do have stigma attached to it. Um, it's so true with, with right. menopause, with so many different things. And reframing is a big thing that I like to coach uh, my clients on and that I put in my books. And it really is can make such a huge difference. Um, just taking whatever situation you have and trying to flip the script on it and looking at things through a different lens can make all the difference. It can make the difference of staying in that situation that you're in or else creating beautiful companies and platforms like you have done. So I think that is definitely a great takeaway for our listeners. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. I always like to end our podcast episodes with my guests sharing their gratitude. It's another way of reframing one's um, day, looking at things through a different lens. So if you could, if you could share a gratitude that you have for today. Well, thank you so much. Um... I, I am very grateful that you invited me to your podcast. It's really an honor. I'm very grateful for that. Um, just, you know, spreading awareness is, is, a, is really a, a wonderful thing. And I really appreciate that, um, that you invited me. Um, I'm grateful that my heart is beating 100,000 times a day, which is what the heart does every single day. And I think about that often because we're, you know, we have life and breath and 
that's important. And I feel great. And after going through so much physical pain, I feel very, very grateful. Um, and I never take that for granted. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And one more thing to share, if you could share with our audience how they can connect with you uh, through Hormone University, through your products, I'd love for um, them to have that information. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So um, if you're on Instagram, uh, Hormone University is just all together at Hormone University. Um, if you are uh, looking for amazing content and educate yourself in anything that has to do with women's health, hormonal health, go to hormon-university.com. Um, and then for wonderful products that are going to help you with any hormonal imbalance from PMS all the way to menopause, um, Instagram is getglowbotanica and our website is globotanica.com. And we are really delighted to offer your audience, Joe, a special discount if they want to purchase um, any product from globotanica.com. And the code is RTL20. Ah, perfect. So I'll put that in the show notes for everyone so that you have that. Thank you so much for that kind offer. That's That'll be so wonderful for them. And thank you so much for being a guest on my show. I really enjoyed our conversation. Like I said, it was super enlightening and informative. And I'm really grateful for you for being so candid with your own personal journey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's interview with Ana Gonzalez Herrera. I am so grateful for all of you out there listening and supporting the important topics discussed on this podcast. Join me next time for another inspiring guest that will share their experiences or expert advice on how to respond to the various challenges presented to us in life. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, talking health, fertility, and parenthood. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with others and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. To learn more on how to apply mindfulness to your life, please check out my book, The Mindfulness Journal for Parents, available on Amazon. On my website, jayatlurie.com, you can also check out older podcast episodes and so many tips on infusing mindfulness into your life, particularly if you are trying to conceive, experiencing infertility, managing your mental health, or navigating parenthood. I offer affordable online mindfulness workshops as well as private online meditation sessions. Thank you again for your support, and I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.